Good day. Welcome to Partakers and to our series, Aha! Heroes and Heretics Abound. Together we are looking at the story of the Church from its origins through the Age of Reasoning in the 18th century. Today we are in the 18th century and to the last end of this series. The 18th century is widely regarded as the Age of Reason, the Age of Scientific Discovery. Science was discovering the natural laws that govern the earth. With the advent of the theory of evolution, the idea of a supernatural world was dispensed with, and dispensed with quickly. Quickly, God had become merely at best an impersonal observer, and the supernatural spiritual worlds and the divine inspiration of scriptures were being denied, even within the church. And within general society, the need for God disappeared as science and philosophy felt that they could explain everything without the need of a God or gods. For the church, this was a century of stagnation and decay. In the USA, the original evangelical fervor had faded into commerce and prosperity. However, there were glimpses of the church being empowered still. Not all was lost. There were still glimmers of the church being alive. In the mid-18th century, there was a spiritual revival throughout the USA and in Britain. Firstly, let's go to America. In America, there was the Great Awakening. Revival started in 1730 under the passionate and spiritual preaching of Jonathan Edwards. More about him in a minute. He was quickly followed by George Whitfield, an Englishman who waited for six weeks in 1740 and preached to crowds of thousands. Many thousands turned back to the church and became Christians during this time of revival. And Jonathan Edwards was key. His conversion to Christianity took place when one day he was reading this verse from the Bible in 1 Timothy 1.17. Now to the King Eternal, Immortal, Invisible, the Only God, be honour and glory for ever and ever. Amen. Later in life he looked back and he wrote these words about his conversion. As I read the words that came into my soul and was, as it were, diffused through it, a sense of the glory of the divine being, a new sense, quite different from anything I ever experienced before. I thought with myself, how excellent a being that was, and how happy I should be, if I might enjoy that God, and be wrapped up to him in heaven, and be, as it were, swallowed up in him forever. As regards to his approach to science, Edwards, rather than scurrying away from it as many church leaders did, he embraced it. As he went on in life, while many in the church found that science was pushing them to an impersonal view of God, Edwards went the other way. He embraced the natural world and scientific world as evidence of God's craftsmanship and design. He went on to become perhaps the United States' finest philosopher and thinker, as well as a mighty preacher and church leader. Now to Wales. 
In Wales, a revival broke out in the Church of England in 1738-1742 under the divinely inspired preaching of Howell Harris and Griffith Jones. It was during this time that that other great man of the 18th century, George Whitfield, was converted before he went over to the USA to preach the gospel there. And now to England. Perhaps the greatest names in England at the time were the Wesley brothers, John and Charles. Together they revitalized a stagnating church. Open-air preaching, vibrant songs and zealous sermons were their hallmarks. At the heart of their preaching and hymnody were these thoughts. Justifying faith implies not only a divine evidence or conviction that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, but also a sure trust and confidence that Christ died for my sins, that he loved me and gave himself for me. Many came to faith because of the Wesley brothers, and these people were discipled methodically in the Christian life. Together they founded the Methodist movement which gave birth to the Methodist denomination. The church is almost 1800 years old now. The Holy Spirit is still at work empowering the church despite the age of reasoning and the ignorance of the spiritual aspects of life. You are part of that church if you are a Christian. That's it for this time. That's the conclusion of our series, Aha. I hope you have enjoyed this rather speedy journey in the life of the church, your church. And the story of the church continues and will continue to continue until the object and source of the church's faith, Jesus Christ, returns in glory just as he has promised to do. Thanks for listening. Come back to Partakers www.partakers.co.uk where every day there is something new to encourage your walk as a Christian in the 21st century. Thank you.